Hello, everyone, and welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the Mind Wealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back and relax and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. This week, we're going to be talking about controlling our habits, the good, the bad, and the ugly ones, how to fight the urge to give in, and some tips and tricks to stop them from happening in the first place. While I can't totally promise to cure you in this episode, I will do my best to help you find some new tools to help improve your mental health. While urge control is something frequently talked about in addiction spaces, today we'll be talking about it in terms of everyday life. When you're aiming to break a bad habit, when you're trying to avoid a simple craving, when you're fighting to keep yourself from buying those Halloween decorations you really just don't need, we'll be covering some helpful tools and giving yourself pause to fight back against those urges. The first tip we are going to cover is actually five tips in one. It's an acronym, because we all love those, don't we? We're talking about DEADS. And while that feels, or seems, kind of fatal, think about it as slaying your dragon urges. Each letter represents a different tool to help you combat your unwanted or wanted habits. Simply laid out, DEADS stands for Delay, Escape, Avoid, Distract, and Substitute. Now, let's go a little more in-depth on what each of those words mean. The first D is for delay. This is a tactic where you try and put off whatever it is that's going on for as long as you can. By putting space between you and the tub of ice cream you want to power through, you give yourself a chance to really think about if this is what you want to do. If you can delay yourself for at least 10 to 15 minutes, you'll start to feel the strong emotional pull of the urge start to fade away. And hopefully you can ignore it altogether. But if you can't, step two, escape. Basically means you want to remove yourself from the situation that's causing you the urges. Now, I've talked a bit about my emotional eating, so I will use myself as an example here. If I am feeling pressure to pick up some terrible but tasty treats, while all things in moderation are good, I'm talking specifically about the times that I'm being stress-triggered into wanting them. Getting away from things like donut shops, leaving the candy aisle, or going to where there aren't any fast food joints is how I would escape from my urges. If I can't see them, and they are not as easy to access to me, I'm less likely to want them. Distract yourself. Find a way to be too busy to think about your urges. Be too busy to be bothered by them. Depending on your urge, playing a game, going for a walk, doing a workout, or cleaning that drawer you've been putting off, doing a little gardening. These are all examples of getting busy so you're not focused on the urge that you're feeling. What are some of your favorite ways to keep yourself busy? Lastly, if nothing else seems to be filling that void, we have substitute. If your urge is to drink wine, maybe you use your wine glass but fill it with another fun, non-alcoholic beverage. Or, if you really want cake, you get yourself a muffin. And while all things in moderation should be acceptable, some of us just have those items that once we get started, we can't seem to stop. Again, for me, I used to down soda like you cannot believe. I spent so much time trying to find things that replaced it for me. There isn't a single sparkling water flavorful enough, or a faux soda spicy enough. I tried it all. So, occasionally, I let myself have a diet soda instead. And while it didn't hit quite the same as the regular soda, it took enough of the edge off that I could keep on ignoring that urge. A lot of the time, our emotional urges are in response to emotional stressors. 
A way to combat emotional stressors is to take time out of your day to decompress. Work on breathing techniques, yoga, or meditation. Another interesting way to help you control your urges is this thing that they call urge surfing. And what in the world is urge surfing? Well, this is how urge surfing works. Basically, you're putting yourself into a meditative state and exploring how the urges are making you feel, but you're doing it from a non-judgmental place where your mind and body can be relaxed and stress-free. You are maintaining focus on just noticing how the urge makes you feel from attempting to be an outside party observing your body's response. Start by sitting in a comfortable position and focusing on your breathing. As you're breathing, you'll start to notice your mind wander. Let it. Don't force those thoughts out or attach any emotions to them. Just note that those thoughts are happening and try to refocus your mind back to your breathing. Eventually, your body will start to feel an urge, like the need to stand and move, or you might have an itch, or even need a sip of water. Focus on that urge and sit with it. Feel how dry your throat might be, or how good cool water would taste flowing into your mouth. This may take your urge to be stronger at first, but in order to combat our urges, we need to sit in the discomfort to move forward. You're training your brain to understand that urges and needs are different, that you can have an urge and not act upon it. Try to maintain an outside approach to this urge while you explore it. Be curious and feel the intensity of the urge shift. Most urges will not last longer than 30 or so minutes, but they peak at different times, much like waves in an ocean. Balancing your hormones might also help you combat your urges. Taking time to schedule an appointment with your doctor and talking about these mysterious things that run our lives. Things like supplements, vitamins, or diet changes may help you work towards getting your body in balance. While this is something that more women readily talk about, hormone imbalances are just as real for men. Hormone imbalances in men can lead to weight gain, fatigue, excessive sweating, changes in hot and cold sensitivity. In women, it can cause menstrual problems, fertility issues, and inability to sleep, headaches, or skin problems. While these are just a quick list of possibilities, there are more symptoms to be explored. So, if you're feeling out of sorts, getting your hormones sorted might be a good place to start. After seeing your doctor, they will likely prescribe you a diet full of rich greens, rainbow-colored veggies, high-fiber carbohydrates, and exercise. It all leads back to taking care of yourself, reducing your stress, and putting proper nutrition in your gut. They might find some other things, too. This is why I believe it's so important to take into consideration how your whole body system works in conjunction with everything else that you're feeling, doing, eating, and experiencing. Now, I know that all these habits take time to create and to break, being good or bad. But you should work on those urges and get the less than desirable ones under control. Hopefully, something I have talked about here today can help you on your way to living in the driver's seat of your world. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. 